Welcome to the SUP Podcast with your hosts, Louis and Moitze. Every week, we ask each other what's up with our businesses. What are we struggling with? What's going well? And what interesting things from the world of bootstrapping do we have on our minds today? Follow along, and if you like what you hear, support us by leaving a rating or review in the podcast app of your choice. On with the show. Hey, Moitze, how's it going? Hello, pretty well. What about you? Not too bad. Very busy day today. Mm-hmm. What's up on your schedule today? Today is blocked calls because I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but my co-founder at Sparkloop is having a baby. So we thought we'd have a bit more time to plan for stuff. And unfortunately, I suppose fortunately, but also unfortunately, yeah. um, obviously super happy and it's not a problem. But it left me picking up the pieces a bit. So it's a very happy work to be, I'm very happy to be doing the work, but Mm -hmm. it's also a very busy day today. What else have you been up to? So it's been two weeks since we last talked because you came and did that amazing workshop for us at the the normal time that we record last week. Mm -hmm. So in the meantime, what's happened is over at Sparkloop, we ended up hiring one of the, the freelancers that we were working with to come on board part-time and lead content strategy for the mm-hmm. next couple of months, uh, hopefully for longer. So I'm really excited about that to bring Jessica, she's called into the team to whip us into shape and especially whip me into shape and actually start producing some content and more importantly, useful content that people actually care about that doesn't look like it's been written by a monkey. That would be brilliant. Um, so excited for that. Uh, yeah, we have a new baby addition to the team, which I've already mentioned. And I'm coming to you today from rainy, rainy Lisbon. Yeah. Weren't you hoping for sunshine? Didn't you move there primarily for the sun and the good weather? <laughs> I definitely did. Well, yeah, that's pretty much everything that I have on my checklist of what's been happening recently. Oh, the other mm-hmm. thing, obviously, as well, is that I, I launched the, the latest cohort of, of sales for founders of my fundamentals of, of sales course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did that go? Too early to tell. Okay. So people are showing up. People are enthusiastic. The lower price, I think, it's a lower priced live cohort than I would normally do. It's about yeah. a tenth of the price, right? So normally it's about $2,000. This version is $200. Mm -hmm. So there are about 10 times as many people taking part. Yeah, like engagement has been good. People Mm -hmm. are enthusiastic so far. We've had two sessions so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. The first two weeks are always the boring two weeks where I have to try and get people into a different mindset and talk about lead Mm. generation and CRMs and all of that kind of stuff that isn't very Mm. exciting. But yeah, I I think it's going to be useful and I've had good feedback so far. So a lot of things that could be improved if I do it in the same format again, but yeah, it's been pretty good so far. Yeah. Congratulations. That's a, an exciting start to 2021. (laughs) Yes, it is a very exciting start. Doesn't leave much room for doing other stuff other than work, but Hey, we still have a couple more months left to, to live inside. So yeah, (laughs) at least I'm doing it with a sunny view now. Yeah, like I said, I would definitely switch because it it hasn't been sunny here and it has been super cold. The worst of both worlds. <laughs> Ouch. Tell me more about what, what good stuff has been happening then. We, we had to reschedule this call because you were so busy. So I want to yeah. hear more about that. 
Oh yeah. Like we already talked a little bit about the e-commerce store side project that I started uh, in the beginning of December. So it's 26th of January right now. And we have already surpassed 10K in the second month. So total around 15K, which is really good. From wow. The, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But as you can imagine, considering that you have experience with this, it also creates like a lot of work. So we already made first part-time hire. So we hired our friend that helps us with packing because we had to reschedule our call because I have 100 packages to pack, 100 orders to pack. So it has been quite crazy considering that I'm also have super spicy media, but I think that I'm on a good track now. So the orders are still coming in, but our friend is helping us pack everything. We are finalizing the contract with the post office. So everything is going to become much easier and more organized, which I'm super looking forward to. And then regarding super spicy media, I also, I'm closing a couple of more clients and because of with more clients, there's more work. And with the side project, <laughs> I also have more work. I'm now renegotiating the contract with my contractors because as you can imagine, their scope of work actually increased. Yeah, a lot. Again, a lot has been happening for me as well. Chaotic, but I think quite exciting start to 2021. Wow, it sounds like things have been going super well. Yeah, and super crazy. But like I said, I'd much rather prefer that than nothing happening at all. So I'm not complaining at all. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like today's been busy enough for me to think maybe. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, And it's been like that for me, to, to be honest, like past week. And I'm not like that usually, but I haven't been getting a a lot of sleep. So this is going to become like a, a, not a full-time thing, but it's going to become a serious thing, right? Uh, Yeah. We're we're two episodes into 2021 and we're talking about obviously super spicy media. We're talking about the e-commerce store, but we're not talking about the science of Facebook ads at all. Yeah. (laughs) Is that then, is the e-commerce store kind of the new side project? That's the main focus now or? It's not going to be the main focus because my husband and I are trying to be really careful. Like we, we both have our main thing. So he's working for ConvertKit. I'm like, I'm super spicy media. So we're trying to delegate our time very carefully. And instead of doing everything ourselves, we decided that we would like to instead hire people that do this work for us. So we take care of the other things that cannot for example, I do all the content because uh, I'm essentially the also the face of the e-commerce store. So there's still work that needs to be done. But with smart hiring, we want to be able to delegate a lot of our work so we can still focus on our main jobs, essentially, which is ConvertKit and for me, Super Spicy Media. But yeah, the science of Facebook ads is happening, but it's just, I think, not in January because I need to get things under control first, then yeah, then move forward. But I think to put things in perspective with the e-commerce store, I think we talked about that in the first episode of 2021, when we talked to our goals for 2021. And I was telling you that I want to make like in, in profits for the e-commerce store, I want to get in profits in the amount of our 
rent that we pay here by the end of 2021. And that already happened. Yeah. Like you can imagine the, the scope of work, but like it, things are getting under control. So the science of Facebook ads is happening. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's really impressive to, to, to get that far already. Do you think there's a lot of potential with the e-commerce store to, to grow more? Like wh- where do you, I, I know after two months, you can't say, but where do you think it's going to end up in six months? I think it's going to grow a lot more. I talk to a lot of people that are that, that have a lot of experience with e-commerce and when I showed them the results they were surprised. And we also started getting inquiries from other countries cuz right now our store is in Slovenian language, but we are already getting traffic from other countries because we have good SEO and we I already talked to Franz Sauerstein yeah, France, so, yeah. Yeah, so in Germany, and he also does and consults e-commerce stores. So we were browsing and researching the German market, and this would do really well in Germany. So we're already making progress on that front. I think there's a lot of potential, but also a lot of delegation that needs to happen because I want to work on super spiced media. Wow, so two months in and already thinking almost of like uh, affiliates almost. A franchise, not affiliates. Yeah, I was yeah, going to mix yeah, that franchise. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So talking about delegation, and that is definitely something that we can discuss today. I'll give you an idea of what I'm really struggling with at the moment. So okay. Spark Loop is growing. And what happened, you nudged me towards it a couple of months ago, was that I would work with some external freelancers to write some content for us. And I think my content briefs were pretty good. The freelancers themselves, one or two wrote back and said, they literally said, this is the best content brief that we've ever been given. Mm -hmm. Super easy to work with. And I got the content back. And it's like when you work with a couple of different people, you're always going to get varying results. Yeah. Some of them were obviously from that kind of content mill where they just want to bash out an article as quickly as possible. And there are definitely like customers for that kind of thing. But that's not what we were looking for. Uh, And that's absolutely fine. Then there were also people who were obviously really good writers, like really good content creators. Mm -hmm. But with the content brief that I gave people, no one managed to create something that didn't need a lot of editing from me. Mm -hmm. And I'm struggling to work out how do I become someone who can get, for example, now Jessica, who's coming on board, who wrote this really good article, but just because I hadn't given her like the, 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 I hadn't given her the information, the content that she needed to be able to create the article that we need. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I didn't notice that until it was later, but at the point she'd already done the work and I'm trying to work out, okay, how do I get someone to come on board for this kind of, you know, thing where you need to really understand the business how do I get someone to that stage where they can do that uh, without me having to intervene really heavily? Okay. So I can tell you my personal experience with that because I did struggle with that as well. You can imagine, for example, the contractors that I work with right now, there are several clients that I have and each client is different. So Each of them, like they have a different target audience. They use different tones. We have a very corporate client. We have a, on the other hand, we have a very relaxed kind of client that loves building personal relationships with Facebook ads. So 
it varies. The content varies. The Facebook ads that we launch vary, the visuals and so on. So what I have learned from this process is that from the beginning, there's this learning curve that they have to go through that I typically think there's a month or two that of time that they need to catch up with what you even want them to do so they can perform at the level um, that you want them to. So I typically take that into account. And I know that there have been times when I was hiring my contractors when like they needed a lot of handholding from the beginning, but I realized that, and they were really scared. They were like, I know that you now even have a lot more work than you would have if you would do this yourself. But I took that into account and I told them, I do realize that there's a lot to learn from the beginning, but I know that if you put the effort uh, into this and learn actively, I know that there will be a lot less work and a lot less handholding in two months. So I didn't give up on them and I worked with them every step of the way. And that created a lot more work for me at the beginning, but it paid off by now. So by now they know all of my clients and they come to me with really good strategic advice. And when I give them the task, they don't need any handholding. They do everything themselves, but we just needed to get over that learning curve and that the first obstacle, which was just them learning about this and learning about my clients. And I think this is very typical for any kind of delegation that you do, because I did went through this process before and I gave up. And then I asked a couple of my consultant clients, is this normal? And they did assured me that yes, at the beginning, first month or two, you're going to have a lot more work than you would do if you would do everything yourself. It's just that like first transitional month, that's quite hard. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I've already managed to communicate some of that to the people we've been working with. So for example, with Jessica, who's going to start her first month with us in February, we were talking about, okay, so these Mm -hmm. are the deliverables and this is what we want to get done in the time that you're going to have available to work with us because she's not going to be full time. And I was very clear to say, let's not worry too much about what you, what the output is this month. Let's just make sure that you're in the right places and that you have the opportunity to learn so that you can join us on some customer success Mm -hmm. calls and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And Really, let's make sure that we we use this month to get you up to speed. But still, I I think something that I struggle with is I think I'm naturally a real, a micromanager. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like on someone's back all day, like not at all. But if it's like a real, if it's like an external consultant, right? If you came in to do Facebook ads for us, I would be totally hands off because I have zero opinion on on that whatsoever. And I, I just don't know anything about it. Yeah. Whereas... We're in this dangerous kind of place, I think, with Sparkloop, where I know how I want it to be done in my head, and no one else is going to do it in the exact way that I want it to be done. And I just have to be okay with the fact that the result that's going to come back is not exactly what I'd... Uh, it's not even necessarily worse, right? It's just not going to be exactly what I wanted, and I want it to be exactly what I want. Yeah. 
And that's because I, I think that we as consultants sometimes forget how long we've been in this business and we expect other people that just came on board to immediately understand our mindset and what we want and the tone that we want to communicate. So uh, I think you need to realize that even if they're super, super good, they're never going to be you because you've been in this since the very beginning. You've grown with this. So they have a lot of catch up to do. Yeah, no, that's totally true. It's always, it's always difficult to know if I'm being you know, too heavy handed with feedback. It's, it seems like such a fine line, right? Like on the one hand, I don't want to send back like a draft of something, for example, and change completely everything. On the other hand, mm -hmm. if I don't change anything, they're not going to learn the stuff that I was supposed to tell them about Sparkloop and that I, yeah. I didn't realize I needed to explain because like you say, I just know this stuff because I've lived it and we haven't written it down in like a process because we haven't had time for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think you get used to um, this feeling once you get started. I think it becomes a lot easier with delegation and with time because when I started, it like everything seemed so horrible. And I was like, oh my God, I like, I don't even know how I'm going to do this. And because I'm a micromanager as well, but it gets so easier with time once you start understanding, like I said, you've been in this for such a long time and they're just catching up. That's why I think it's important to also hire, not just for the skill, but for the personalities, because if they are eager to learn and if they understand that it's a learning process for you as well, not just for them, it's just a much better way of collaboration. And I've experienced that with the two of my contractors where we had that sort of a transitional phase when I was like, Hey, I'm getting used to this as well. It's not just you, it's us. So let's work together. And for example, the first designs that they sent me, I was like, it's really not what I want. And we worked through that together. So they now know exactly what I want, exactly how I want the ads to look like. And it's a much easier collaboration, but it was, everything started with all of us knowing that we're all learning this. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's yeah. Uh, fun times. It's a process. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> Just got to remember at the end of it, we will have someone who's better than I am at something who can take off my plate the stuff that I was struggling to do that's the yeah, yeah. it's yeah it's just the first like the first month or two that are transitional and I I luckily I had my husband on the other side when I almost gave up and I was like you know what I think I even have a lot more work than I previously had and he was like just wait for a month and then you're going to see how things are in a month and now honestly I cannot I couldn't run both of these projects together without my contractors nice so just reminding me that it's going so well with the contractors and just casually throwing in there that it's easy for you because you have a partner and I don't yes that's real nice thing. thank you very much what are you looking forward to this week oh okay so last week as I mentioned at the beginning was quite crazy. I didn't get a lot of work done and uh, I skipped my daily workout two times, which never happens. So last week I made a promise to myself that I'm getting things under control this week. Um, getting better at organizing my time between the two pro well, the two businesses essentially that I have. So we already made the first step by 
doing a part-time hire to help us with all of the packaging and everything else, every like the administrative things that we can delegate easily. So we already made that first step. Yesterday, I was able to be better organized with my time. I'm not there yet. So this week, I'm essentially working on, on that. Just like I said, getting things under control and making sure that I'm working on super spicy media, delegating the work that I can delegate, then working on my clients' projects, the work that I need to do, and then also not neglecting the e-commerce side of things. Hopefully next week we can unpack a bit of how you've actually been growing the e-commerce store as well. It would be super interesting to hear how you are going about like the fun stuff, the growth and maybe the mm-hmm. choosing the products and all that kind of stuff would be, would be super interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. We could definitely talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> And what about you? I would like to hear more about what you're looking forward to. Yeah. So I think the first thing I'm looking forward to is moving out of the apartment that I'm currently in, which is a really like very pleasant, nice, comfortable apartment right in the center of Lisbon would be like amazing if COVID wasn't happening. But Mm -hmm some construction has started next door that continues through from (laughs) eight in the morning till 5pm. So yeah, it's looking forward to to moving somewhere that's a bit quieter. And I'm thinking maybe trying to find something that's just like on a beach somewhere far away from everything else. Okay. So So finding places during COVID, is that hard right now or is it easier than usual because people just aren't trying and there's a lot more places where you can stay at yeah it's way easier the the place that I'm in right now I think it's normally I think it would normally be about two and a half thousand dollars a month roughly and I'm paying okay I don't even know I think between a thousand and a half I think yeah oh and okay uh, I, I mentioned that I was gonna go basically at the end of this week and, you know, he offered to reduce it to, I think, like 900 a month. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. It's just, it's too loud. I can't do it yeah. with, with work. But yeah, yeah so yeah. You, there's a really good range of long-term things available. Obviously, you shouldn't be moving around or we shouldn't be moving, moving around too much. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be like mm-hmm. staying in a couple of different places every day and just trying to spread yeah. COVID, which I'm touch wood. <laughs> I'm very lucky. I appear not to have caught it on the flight. So it looks like I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Good luck finding your new place. <laughs> yes, that's going to be the fun part. And then I'm just looking forward to getting some what feels like work done. When you set like mm. goals for the month and then all this other stuff pops mm. up and you're doing loads and loads of work, but you're not actually getting like the three things that you really wanted to get done. Yeah, I'm in that hell right now. So I just want to make Sparkleap's yep. website look acceptable, basically. And mm-hmm. I just have so much like sales calls and customer success calls and then all this content marketing stuff, trying to get people involved there. And then we have with Manuel, obviously having his baby, them having the baby is amazing news, but also means that's going to be something I don't get done or I haven't been able to do this week. So it's just, it's becoming like this point where I'm like, come on, Louis, all you wanted to do was spend an hour doing this one thing. And you've had a month to, yeah. to do that hour and you still haven't done it. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, I totally know the feeling and it's a very annoying one. So like my January has been like that as well. Uh, a little bit frustrating, but I'm, I'm trying to just remember that it's just the, the beginning of the year. So there's a lot more time <laughs> to, to accomplish everything and then prioritizing. So f- I, for, for maybe like something that I would recommend is because I know how frustrating it can get when you have, like you said, those three things that you want to get done, but it's just everything else is coming up. So I tend to then, when I come to that point, I tend to prioritize for those three things. So I say, you know what? I'm blocking off Monday, um, not taking any meetings, not doing anything else apart from accomplishing these three things that I want to do. So yeah. Yeah. That's a really sane way of looking at it. I think in my case, it's not clear that the three things that I want to get done, that they are necessarily mm. the, the things that absolutely have to get done. It's mm-hmm. more just a point of that is like in the list of things that I want to do, they they should be done, if that makes sense. Right. I never, you know, if you look at everything else, like getting a content marketing person onboarded and being successful is more valuable long-term. So right. it's, that's more like valuable, but low urgency and then right. you have the other side you have a super high urgency stuff of like today I had a sales call which was our first ever done for you client basically who's going to be paying us about a thousand dollars a month to handle everything for them and that's awesome we want to move a bit more in that direction it's great revenue for us but mm-hmm. again like that's super urgent but long term whether that I mean you know, obviously really important for them but like long-term, whether they are our clients or not, is probably not going to change the business drastically. So low importance, but super high uh, urgency. So it's, yeah, the stuff I want to do is like in the middle of that somewhere and in no man's land. Also, one thing that I just want to remind you of is that you shouldn't feel bad about your productivity, like at the end of the day, even if you didn't get those three things done because you you got a lot of other things done. And I know like you're probably at that point. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I think it's it's that interesting place. I'm sure you feel it is as well when you're like paddling and paddling and you don't feel like mm-hmm. you're getting anywhere yeah. necessarily. But at the same time, like you haven't noticed that the water's been rising the whole time. So you do end up in like, you've achieved right. quite a lot just by keeping your head above the water, I hope. Yeah. That's a reminder that I also needed to hear. So especially for you, I mean, you've just started a whole new business in in two months. That's crazy. Yeah. It's been crazy, but I think that I think both of us are at that point where a lot of things are happening. Yeah. Like I said, we should definitely remind ourselves not to be too hard on ourselves. And totally. I I think what's useful, I think you you said this as well about like your, your time management and your uh, energy management over a long period of time, right. Is Mm-hmm. I think we're it sounds like we're both definitely maybe borrowing from like the the energy bank and mm-hmm. there's gonna have to be a a good holiday and a couple of weeks off at some point in the, in the nearest future probably you know what I'm already planning a trip to Italy yeah. yes <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking that as well thinking it's I was thinking when Manuel we we're talking about him taking a couple of weeks off now uh kind of a bit unexpected and I was thinking, mm-hmm. yes, this is great, A, because of the baby, uh, <laughs> and B, not because I don't get to talk to him. Obviously, I will miss him every moment of every day that we're not talking together, but uh, also because uh, it, it means I'm going to be able to take a couple of weeks off. 
<laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point in the future. Already planning yeah. for that. <laughs> I, I was thinking apparently it takes nine months to make a baby, so I don't want to wait that long, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adopting's quicker, so I can maybe go that route instead. <laughs> There you go. You already have a plan, I see. Oh, yes. that's, that's <laughs> I, I say I've been busy doing work. Really, I've just been trying to work out how I can get myself a, a three-week yeah. holiday. <laughs> I'm excited to talk awesome. more next week. I really want to deep dive into the e-commerce stuff. I'm super excited to hear exactly. I think there must be people listening to this and people who are out there would be, I don't want to say jealous, but they would love to, to do what you've done in the last two months. So I'm, I'm sure... There's a, a really interesting kind of opportunity to explore there. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that talk. I, I don't know. Hopefully I can answer your questions because half of the time I was like, this is going a lot better than I expected it to go. <laughs> so yeah, let's do that. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure we can tease out some interesting stuff from all the, all the craziness. Perfect. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. You too. Speak soon. Bye. This was The Sub Podcast. If you have any questions for us, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. You can find Louis at LouisNichols underscore, and you can reach out to me, Moitza, at Moitza Mars. Not sure how either of those are spelled out? We get that a lot. Just check our show notes for more. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to follow along and leave a review if you like our casual check-ins. Thank you for listening.